Attention audience, that's right, we're back with episode three of March Madness. And it has been a roller coaster. It has been crazy. But we aren't in it alone, are we? Eric, are you still there? Did I lose you? He must have fell off. We might have to make a stop and come back for him. I just wanted to make it clear that Jordan may or may not be alone in this episode. <laughs> I feel like I am. I really do. <laughs> no, no. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with round three of the March Madness Bracket. Once again, we've got our special guest, Judge, my little brother, Beck, uh, joining us for this round. If you've been following along, it's been quite the ride over the last couple weeks. Starting off with 16 movies, we are now down to the semifinals with the final four to be decided at the end of this episode for the for the finals. Uh, we have Tombstone going up against A Quiet Place. Tombstone beat out Shawshank Redemption in a shocker last week, and A Quiet Place beat Raiders of the Lost Ark. In the second game of today's episode, we have Casablanca going up against Parasite. Casablanca knocked Rocky out of the ring last week, and Parasite dethroned the Dark Knight. Um, so those are the two round or the two games we've got going on this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan and Beck, are you ready for the semi 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 semifinals? The semifinals. I am ready. Oh, I, I, I'm ready to get started, but I'm not I'm not ready for the finish. I mean, I I still kind of wish we could go back and just sub out. Can we like tag these movies out? Because yeah, is it is it too I, late? I, I'm to excited, vote for, but I don't uh, I don't want to see the final results. Is that bad? It's like no, this movie can't win. No, that movie can't win. There is no winner. <laughs> is it too late to sub in Groundhog Day? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> let's just you know pull one out of the hat randomly. You know, let's let's throw like Evan Almighty in there or something. <laughs> Evan Almighty. It's better wow, than nice. fucking Groundhog. It just though. happened to be in my DVD collection. I glanced over and it was the first one I saw. So Couldn't even, couldn't even go with Bruce Almighty. Had to go well, because I glanced over and it was the first thing I saw, you know? Because Bruce the sad Almighty thing is was... It's right next to Expendables. I should have grabbed that one. Bruce Almighty was a good movie. We don't lump that in with Groundhog Day and Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> That's true, because we're not here for good movies. We're here for what we believe is the perfect movie. Indeed, indeed. Although I'm sure um, that there's a lot of people out there that don't agree with any of this list. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm ready to dive in. Yes, I am too. So, so first matchup, mm-hmm. I'm first, really first shocked we, we got here. Tombstone via Quiet Place. And audience, much like last week, where it's just going to be you know broad debate style conversation um, with only two games going on, two matchups this week. Uh, we're going with 20 minutes per matchup before we issue our vote. So for the next 20 minutes, we will be talking uh, Tombstone and A Quiet Place. So 20 minutes on the clock, starting now. Take a moment of silence for that quiet place. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. For 10 <laughs> minutes, we're going to be dead silent <laughs> in A Quiet Place. You know what? That would That would be pretty effective, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else you need to say about it. You know, it's a so I, I think this matchup in particular is probably, if not the, definitely one of the most, um, well, with the exception of Groundhog's Day v. Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> the most polar opposite matchup I think we've had. Like, these movies are 
very, very different from each other. You know, they you've really got a are. Western versus a, you know, thriller slash splash of horror. Sci-fi, you know, I don't know how you want to. Uh, yeah, thrown in there with A Quiet Place. So they are very, very different films. Um, it's interesting. Well, I, and you also have, like, you, you know, that action versus suspense like type. You know, like, they both pull you in for different reasons. Both are great adventures. Um, they're both... I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for, but like, like they pull you in all the way to the end, but for completely different reasons. You know, when you walk away from both of these movies, you're left with different feelings behind them. Uh, and that's what I think makes it harder to compare these two movies. Cause you know, if you have two movies that are very similar, you can compare them on the same grounds, but here it's like you're comparing them on two completely different grounds. Like what do you accomplish when you walk away from the movie? What do you look back on? What do you remember? And yeah, we're, we're dealing with apples and oranges of filmmaking. At exactly. This point. Yeah. Um, right. And with the difference of 25 years, you know, you have a quiet place with a relatively unknown cast, you know, John mm-hmm. Krasinski known for the office. And then the other, you know, Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, the other completely star studded, but mm-hmm. you know, from 25 years prior. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it, you break it down too. like I, I mentioned in some of the previous um, matchups that Tombstone had is, you know, there's something to be said about the the American Western and why it's so iconic, not just for American cinema, but, you know, the world over as well. There's there's something to that. But also, like when you look at like what what A Quiet Place did with with building tension and storytelling from 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 dead silence and the mm-hmm. the experience it gave you especially in a theater theater especially in a theater setting but it also holds up on the the home viewings as well um is is insane it, it's it's crazy so it's that where that debate lies for me is like i look at tombstone or i anytime i think of tombstone tombstone i think of you know you know the the i'm your huckleberry the quotable moments the the, the splashes of just wow, that was just everything, you know, was so good. And when I think of A Quiet Place, I think of how A Quiet Place made me feel. Yeah. Versus, you know, so it's, they're just so, so different, but ah, so good. It's, it's, this is, this is a, after, you know, taking the break from recording, um, you know, the last, the last episode, um, I really had to sit down and think about this. And I was like, that's why I came in with uh, this is probably the most polar opposite matchup that actually yeah. that actually deserved to be here. You know, um, it's 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 insane. So, I mean, where do we start, guys? Where do we Honestly, where do we start analyzing this? I think that what we need to do is try and I was going to say try and find a, a way to compare, like find equal grounds for both of them to start with, because we can compare their opposites. But if we find a way to kind of compare the similarities in the movies, uh, that's a good place to start. I mean, you talked about actors, and you have a star-studded cast versus a, a fairly unknown cast. Um, okay, even take that out of, out of the mix, the acting, the performances that these actors did, you know, that would be a place to start. Um, or, you know, getting into... I mean, audio is always a good cue. The music in uh, Westerns always kind of feel you like upbeat and like, yeah, let's go. Let's go have some fun versus the audio tones, the music and all that stuff in a quiet place was the opposite. It was pulling you in. It was making you kind of like 
fear your surroundings, always being like on the lookout. Like it, you, you felt that tension. So I think those are good places to start with this because they're somewhere that you can start with both movies, a similarity to build off of and go from there. I'll let you guys pick which one though. <laughs> just my thoughts. I just, um, I can't find see, too many similarities between them to be honest. Yeah, I mean they're they're very very. They both have very strong cast, even though varying degrees of uh, relevancy by the time that that they were made. But okay, well then let's if you wanna you talk about the characters or the actors, let's get into their performances. Let let's start there because when we when we talk about perfect movies, we have different perspectives of what a perfect movie is. But some of that is not just the actors, but the performance that they pull into that movie, the characters that they play, you know how well they get into. It. We we talked about uh, this in previous recordings with Val Kilmer, um, and how he get, he made that character. You know, at the same time, what can we say about Quiet Place? You know, it's mainly for people. Yeah, the, and if you want to get on the strength of that, like like the performance, like we've talked about, the jo- the John Krasinski scream at the end when he's sacrificing mm-hmm. himself, is absolutely incredible. But when you do look at, but I'm I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking I, about his I, performance well, through the whole movie. You know, exactly. Just, even though you know the sign language and just his yeah. overall actions. I mean, it's, the role it's great. he played. Um, but when you, I think when you look at tombstone the dynamic and the chemistry that the cast had even though john krasinski and it was emily blunt i believe yes okay um their chemistry was phenomenal and 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 the kids performance was great as well but tombstone had these you know well-known actors and even actors that weren't well-known that are well-known now that were just in back in the background Mm -hmm. um and the chemistry meshed so well you know, everyone played played off of each other well. That you truly believed that Sam Allett, Kurt Russell, and Bill Paxton were brothers. You know that they they were you know the Wyatt siblings. You know you believed that Val Kilmer, you know, had had all of these problems, had tuberculosis and a gambling addiction, and and you know all of these issues. But he was like his his loyalty to you know the um, the Earps was was foolproof like at the very very end where when he's when he's dying or even before that when they're going on the revenge quest you know they ask you know why um you know why doc's here you know you don't need to be you you're 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 dying um and uh it's like you know Wyatt Earp is my friend he's like well I, you know I've got lots of friends and he's like I don't that's why mm-hmm. I'm doing this you know is you know that relationship that they had was was so connected that he was going to be there for him no matter what for the last ride so there's something to say that dynamic and that chemistry between not only characters but actors as well um quiet place does have that and it does have that on a deeper but i think that's something that we as the audience um have to pick up on and we relate it internally to ourselves because it's told uh through silence it's told through you know you, through context clues that you right. you pick up on these things now, now here's um, a which is for not which is great but it is it is it is um l- you have to look for it a little bit more than you do in tomb in tombstone 
So on that topic, though, do you think that movies that do that pull you into the movie more? Like if you have, like you say, tombstones, like we look at these connections, but they're told to us. They're shown to us. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. It's like I'll look at the front cover of a book. It's like, oh, OK, that makes sense. I see that. Versus on A Quiet Place, you know, you are getting pulled into the movie by these subtle things that kind of that you have to look for. But it's almost kind of like slowly pulling you down the rabbit hole of the movie. Does that at, do you guys think that would make you feel more connected to the movie? Because don't get me wrong, I love both these movies, but when, when I look at them, I know when I watched Tombstone, I had that fun adventure, like I've, I've done multiple times watch this movie. When I watch Quiet Place, and granted, I've rewatched Tombstone, I've seen it before, Quiet Place was the first time through, I felt sucked into the movie like i couldn't look away until the credits roll like it was hard to walk away from it versus tombstone I'm like oh yeah this is a great cowboy adventure you know everything's great i love all the stuff about it but you know it's just a happy up good western type movie versus the tension i think from quiet place and then the way that the you find the connection of the characters through that silence and sign language and you know the the emotional um, stress on all the family, especially with the little one taken out so early in the movie, and then the daughter feeling like it was her fault, and then the family just not really sane, but kind of, but kind of don't. It just I feel like it sucks you in, pulls you into the movie more, and I think that that has a weight in the whole movie overall, as far as um, a good strong suit between the two. Um. I, I definitely I definitely agree with that. You know, it does pull you in, and like I mentioned, that that theater experience that a quiet place has is is one of the best theater experiences I've 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 ever had. Um, was going to see a quiet place. Um, with that said, I think I said this in one of the previous matchups is where it lies. Though is like a quiet place does I think uh, as a whole make you experience emotions in a very different way and in a very you know in a very real way while you're watching it but i think that diminishes over time you know i was less emotionally invested watching a quiet place you know the second and third time than i was that first moment where i was i was in that world you know i was i was there i i was you know being quiet for in the middle of the theater the whole audience is being quiet because we're there you know, yeah. we're, 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 we're in it. And as you rewatch it, you, it you start to lose that a little bit because you know what's happening. You know what the end game is. And in Tombstone, you know what the end game is. You know how, how it plays out. But I think part of what's made Tombstone hold up so well and stand the test of time is even though everyone knows how this ends, the way the relationships and the dynamics are on screen are consistently attainable and relatable. You know, you can consistently get the same quality experience out of Tombstone. Um, Quiet Place, as, as wonderful as, as it is, I do think it has that diminishing returns over time. You know, it's still a great movie, but it's less emotionally connected you know, gotcha. on subsequent on subsequent viewings, and and some movies um, do that. I mean, like I said, I, I watched it for the first time. I have not gone back to rewatch it to get that second or third experience. Yeah, yeah, um, you're still on your yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I can I can see that you're still on your first um, your first view. 
And then, I mean, I guess that is also another way of looking at the two movies. I mean, what is the repeatability of movies? You know, we've talked about this in previous, just the season, you know, our watch and rewatch test. You know, do we look at the watch when we watched it? And would this be one that we'd go back and rewatch and over again? And, Mm -hmm. you know, although I do think both of these movies are easily rewatchable, you might have a point. You know, how you rewatch them is completely different as well. Definitely. In the uh, wild card, we had uh, Tombstone against the Usual Suspects. And I sided with Tombstone for the same reason of the Usual Suspects, the twist at the end with Kaiser Soze, where everything starts coming together in your mind and you realize <sighs> everything this guy said is complete bullshit and everything you've been led to believe is completely wrong. Um, only worked the first time. You know, yeah. there's things that appeal to you later on where you go, Oh, I remember he only says Kobayashi because it's on the bottom of the mug, and he only does this for that reason, which some ways it helps, but some ways it definitely hurts the tension. And, yeah, yeah, I just, it's a, it's a tough call. It is. Because it's, the, it's, it's those it's those in-the-moment experiences. It's much like, much like in the way we rate video games. The replayability is fucking paramount. It's incredibly important. True. True. But it's also important to have a very good story that keeps someone on edge. And mm-hmm. you just have to find a good balance between the two. And somewhere between uh, A Quiet Place and Tombstone, I think, is that golden ratio of rewatchability to tension. You know, Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't think I had any amount of tension. Maybe the first time I saw Tombstone, I was a little concerned about what was going to happen. But, you know, with it being based well, yeah. off a historical event, you know where it was all going. Yeah, but even even if you don't know where it's all going, you still have that. Um, you know, th- there are still those those moments of of, of tension. Right. You know, like you you've got the you know the 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 you know Earps being slaughtered, and even if you don't know history, you know why it's next, or you know Doc Holliday can drop dead at any fucking moment in this movie. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um. he he can go at any time. Um, so, then let me ask this: when all, throughout all these movies we've compared, uh, throughout this whole bracket so far, we've come at these movies with different point of views. What is another thing that you consider to make either of these a perfect movie? You know, we've, we've talked about this, the cast and the connection between them and all that. But when you look at these movies, when you get to the end, like what was your thoughts coming into these movies when you picked them to put them on your list? I'm kind of I'm trying to for, find another for me, way for us to look at. Them. I I, I kind of said this with with Casablanca is it it stands it stands the te- you know standing the test of time and being infinitely relatable to to a, a, a massive audience you know myself included something that I mean that you can look at and anyone can immediately relate that to um, and that's why I'm kind of leaning towards towards Tombstone on this. Because as as perfect as a quiet place was, and it is still one of my top five cinema experiences of all time, I don't think like I don't think a quiet place will hold up on the long term, you know, over time. Yeah, I think it's got those diminishing returns to it. Um, Unless so, and that doesn't do make it, those, that doesn't like, make it a worse movie. That just makes it a movie that is locked in a single place in time, in in my memory, yeah. um, and in culture, and it it will forever live in that moment. 
Um, and I know there's sequels coming and I know there's things coming down the pipeline. Um, for A Quiet Place in particular, I almost wish there wasn't a sequel to it. You know? Yeah, I, I kind of like that ending <clears throat> where it's just like, well, you still don't know. Yeah. Um, I haven't, you can but, um, guess, you can speculate, but... Haven't seen the sequel. I don't plan on watching the sequel. Um, I well, it's not the sequel's not out yet. Yeah, oh. I, I don't think it's released yeah. yet. It's, it's okay. supposedly coming later yeah. this year, I think. Probably got I pushed, I, I, pushed to COVID. I saw something briefly yeah. on it. But, I, yeah, I don't... It, it is one of those movies that leaves you on a cliffhanger where you're satisfied with the way the movie ended. Like, you don't need to go back and see more. But at the same time, you could. It all just depends on mm-hmm. the quality of the sequel. Is the sequel going to be... You know the rare occasion where it's as good, if not better, than the original, or is it going to fall flat like most sequels do? Um, so it's going to be hard to say. But some movies, yeah, I, I'd be fine if this one did not have a sequel. <clears throat> and who's to say a sequel makes this better or worse as far as a perfect movie in the long, mm-hmm. the long haul? But who knows? But and and that kind of goes with my. I think well here. We, we all know Hollywood. The reason why they're making a sequel is because A Quiet Place made a shitload of money. Right. That's why they're making a sequel. I get I totally get that. But I think that also kind of goes with the argument of, you know, if you, you're making a sequel to continue the conversation, to keep it in the public eye, to keep, you know, a, 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 some sort of hype train rolling to me, a perfect movie doesn't need that hype train constantly to keep rolling, you know? Mm, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Casablanca, there was never a sequel. Tombstone, there's no sequel. There's other tellings of the Earp tale, but there's no sequel, you know? And this is coming from a guy who put Raiders of the Lost Ark on his list. And there's two sequels to that. No, I mean, I can... I we can don't talk about the other one. There's only... Not three. <laughs> Not three. No, no, there's only two. There's only, there's only two. two sequels. Um, and one of them's actually a prequel. Temple, Temple of Doom takes place to, before. To me, I and something you touched on that, like I said, we can't compare the second movie. Obviously, haven't seen it or anything, but um, just you can tell John Krasinski directed this movie to be a standalone. In my, it feels opinion. that way. It feels yeah. like it is a complete yeah. story. Given something that I don't like is the cliche of the good guys winning. Mm-hmm. And it's something that very much happens in a quiet place, and very much does not happen in Tombstone. But the, it's not even in a quiet place, though. It's not necessarily. It, it's left open ended enough that it's not necessarily the good guys winning. It's, I, I suppose. But the last thing we see, they're, they're riding. There's high. hope. You know, there's hope. Emily Brunt stare, yeah. staring at the camera, cocking a shotgun. Let's do this. <laughs> yes. But the two but, of them teamed up to <laughs> semi take down, you know, successfully. One yeah. out of I don't know how many were running towards that farm at the end of that movie. That's true. So the likelihood <laughs> of them taking out all of them is hard to say. They might it's all have the little a fighting girl. She's, she's she's the uh, she's the champion of Earth. Yeah, I the mean, little... yeah, they might have a fighting chance, which is good. But again, we're we're getting into a movie that hasn't even been out yet, and it's has no you know real. No, it has no bearing on. Yeah, no, I, I think there is. Unfortunately, I think so. there is. There is something to be said, though. That I, I would agree with you there. Yeah, if if you need a sequel to help carry on a legacy of a movie, it does diminish it. And you know that was one of the yeah. things we talked about with Boondock Saints. You know, Boondock that was Saints my, that was, was my a problem great with movie, Saints. 
and the second one came out, it kind of diminished it. That's why, you know, there was a lot of controversy about the people who liked the sequel and didn't like it and how the series went up or down. I still think that a movie by itself can be good. I mean, there's lots of trilogies and sequels and other things out there where we look at the first movie and go, that was an amazing movie. Sequel, not so much. That's typical. Yeah. But I, I don't think that takes away value from the original. I think that is just more the behind the scenes people going, hey, we did a great job making this perfect movie. Let's do it again. And it didn't work out because it well, never guys, does. As we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this, that's our 20 minutes. We have to vote <laughs> now. <laughs> we didn't really have much of an argument here on the... Well, I mean, it's it's, it's <laughs> apples to oranges, it's man. Yeah, it's an analysis. Yeah, it's hard you know? at, this, at this point. It's hard. We've said the the fighting factors two episodes ago. This so. is only. I mean, it only gets it only gets tougher and tougher. Allow me to say that I'm not I'm not happy with this. No, I don't. They're they're so different. Yeah, they really they, are. They really are, and it's it's hard to to take these votes. Cause I, I sit there and I, I'm going back and forth to my votes. Not, and it's because of looking at it, you know, like, f- like you, like the biggest thing you said was the watchability. Like first time through, I know which way I'd lean second time through. I don't know which way I'd lean third time through. Yeah. I might be leaning a different way. So you're, you're right about the watchability. And I, I think that does play a factor in a perfect movie. And that was something that I don't think we've really considered other than, uh, the, the usual suspects when going through these movies and i think that's something that plays a lot in this bracket and will play a lot in our next bracket too yeah when you say the usual I mean, suspects yeah, you mean the movie the usual suspects or the figure of speech the usual suspects no no the, the movie like like you mentioned that once you watch it through once it loses its rewatchability i got because you, you know what's going to happen and you've already experienced that tension versus like like we said with tombstone that you uh you can watch it over and over again because it's you know a what's consistent gonna happen. product every yes time. it's the same you know what to expect and you're going to expect it um and that that is something that i think eric brought up a good point does kind of hold value in when you look at a perfect movie a perfect movie stands the test of time and is almost perfect in every aspect that's why we did this whole perfect movie some are going to fall flat some are all perspective and we get that you know no one's 100 percent going to agree this is the most perfect movie in the world but there's a way to look at it and i think that is a good key feature that i never thought about before was the rewatchability of a movie and how it holds not just the test of time but watching it over and over again you can watch a movie watch it 10 years later go hey that's still a good movie but you can also watch it once a year, every year, two times a year, every year, and still get the same effect. Uh, elf. Effect. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Why is Elf not on this list? Because it's not we're a saving perfect that one movie. For the, we're, we're saving that one for the best Christmas movie. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> right. That's right. We did say Christmas movies were in a league of their own. Yes, we should do a best Christmas movie tournament. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we already know Elf's going to win. So one, Not necessarily. One for two, uh, so let's vote. two for A Quiet Place. One for Tombstone, two for A Quiet Place. <sighs> All right. Count Three, down. two, one, reveal. Yeah. Clean sweep for we Tombstone. Were going that way. It's rewatchability, yeah. I promise uh, you. That's the only yeah, reason. Yeah, the, that's why I switched my vote. I was going with A Quiet Place until you mentioned the rewatchability. I'm like, well, I I know I love that movie the first time through, but I yeah. rewatching it the it's, second or third time, I don't know if I'd have the same effect. Tombstone is just it, it is just con, it is just consistent it is a consistent performer. I will and say and it's, I will say I pity anyone Jordan included who did not get to watch um 
A Quiet Place 2018 in the theaters. Yes. Yeah, now yes. I watched it on like a surround sound in the living room. And, I mean, that still, is still But not you didn't have the close. loud family behind you kicking your seat. Shut the fuck up for an hour, just all of a sudden going. <laughs> yeah, where you, you literally feel like. Like everyone's everyone's butthole clenches at the same moment. You can hear like it. It's uh, just you can feel the it bar- creates, barometric it creates, shift. Yes, it creates like a like that theater goes into its own vortex. You know, like just with everyone's buttholes going. You know, it's just a vortex that's created in that theater. It's crazy. And that's that's the funny thing with this this overall tournament is because <clears throat> looking at these movies. And how we've gotten to at least now, not not even the you know finished product of this tournament. The way I looked at these movies, and I know my perspective is different than you guys. I personally would say, hey, a Quiet Place was more of a perfect movie than Tombstone. Until you told me the rewatchability, I'm like, damn it. That's for me. Damn that's it. what. That's what. <laughs> because when I watched up. it, I was like so sucked in. I'm like, the audio is great, the visuals are great, the tension's great, the communication, the act, everything is so great. This is literally a perfect movie. And then you're like, would you rewatch it again? I'm like, yeah, I'd rewatch it again. Would you get the same effect? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. For, for me, that's what that's what put Tombstone <laughs> over the Usual Suspects in the wild card for me, and that's what's putting this one over. Yeah, in the semifinals. Oh, man, I, I, see it. I, I so, agree. I think that's what did it. I mean, Quiet Place is phenomenal, but Tombstone is just—it's just—it's uh, steady. Please, it's for the love of God, you if know. you haven't watched it, get some surround sound and a big ass TV and just watch oh, Quiet yeah, yes, Place. Yes. Watch Don't. it on the biggest TV you can find with the best visual quality and the and best sound, speaker audio. system you can get your hands on. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, same with nineteen seventeen. Unfortunately. <laughs> The quiet place went out without making a sound. And we're moving on to the next one. All right. So the next one, we have Casablanca versus Parasite. Um, granted, this is another, you know, opposite, you know, not as opposite as Tombstone and Quiet Place, I don't think, but still polar opposite films, but really no more so, no more so, so than anything else Casablanca went up against. You know, Casablanca and, and and Toy Story are completely different movies. <laughs> right. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so at least this is closer than than that matchup. Um, but so yeah, uh, let me make sure I got the timer set. Twenty minutes on the clock, and go. Man, these were both <clears throat> movies that I hadn't seen prior to us having this idea. And they're in the semifinals. <laughs> and they're in the semifinals. Um, against each other. And they're, they're both very good movies. Um, as Jordan now, pointed out we... last last week, um, it's a fucking 8.5 to an 8.6 on IMDb. Even critically, yeah. you know, they're, they're fairly, you know, fairly similar. Yeah. But they're just, they're so different. But something that I touched on before, these are both the epitome of the good guys not winning of it not going the old makes my heart feel good after i watch it way you in the yeah. movie and go well that's sad i didn't want that to happen yeah you know they're, both they're situations both, they're both they're thinking man movies. right you feel them leading yeah, up yeah. to something and you think it's going to get to that thing and then it doesn't and then you just sat there looking at your reflection in the black screen going is that it is, it, is there a yeah. second one? But there's not. And there never will be. <laughs> that's how it ends. Yeah, that's it. 
That's it. You you're you're up to you have to you have to create the 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 outcome. You have to look in and analyze both your emotions, what you picked up on it, what the filmmakers intended and and relate to it in your own way. Um, I think both both Casablanca and Parasite are the kind of movies that that if you sit down and think about them enough, they change your perspective on something in some way, you know, in, in your real life. You will look at something differently by having watched these movies. It, you know, it'll 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 alter your 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 conception of something, um, which is which is I mean, that's 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 what filmmaking should do is to challenge the way you think about things, you know, Um which is which is great. Uh, now, I'm going to throw this out there just just because uh, I can, and this really has no effect in the rating of these two movies. But being that you've seen both of these in black and white, let's compare the <laughs> black and white aspect of these two movies. Because I know we've we both we've talked about in the previous uh, times these two have come up in matches separately that that doesn't really play effect. I mean, yes, as a piece of art with Casablanca, you know, the, the lighting and all that played effect. But I'm assuming because I have not seen Parasite in black and white is literally the same movie just without color. So the same visual yeah. aesthetics that we saw in the original movie with everything and the flood scenes and the lighting and all that. I'm assuming looks pretty much the same, just black and white. It's not like they reshot it for a different feel. There are moments that carry more weight in the black and white version. I do think, um, not that they didn't carry weight in the, in the regular version. It's just seeing things in black and white. And, and this, this granted, we've, we've never seen a color version of, of Casablanca, you know, didn't exist at the time, but, black when you're looking at things in black and white you're focusing on different things there's there's less distractions you're focusing more on people's faces their their emotions um you know you're inter- shade you're focusing on different aspects of it um like for instance like one of my favorite scenes in parasite the color version and the black and white version but most definitely in the black and white version is the um the uh, the rain scene you know where the 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 slums are being flooded. Mm-hmm. In black and white, as much weight as that scene carried about this family being, you know, the bottom rung and at the end of their rope type deal, in black and white it carries so much more. You know, it, because you're seeing you're seeing things differently. You're seeing shadows on people's expressions more that are more amplified. You know the emotional context of it is, is a little bit well rep, more rep, more well represented in black and white. I can see why he wanted to release a black and white version of the film. Cause you do get something different out of it in black and white than you do in color. Um, it's the same thing. It's just more, it's a more amplified version of it. So then in that scenario, we can say that as far as lighting goes, because I, I feel like lighting is a, is a key, not just the story, but you know the way these both of these movies were shot, as far as lighting and camera work for the two different time periods that they were in, I think carries a lot of weight to the movies as far as watchability and rewatchability. Like the, because we talked about with Special Casablanca that essentially they are pieces of art, and yeah. so what do we look at when we look at like paintings, drawings, and all? We look at it's pretty much the detail. You know, yes, the story is awesome that we're seeing, but the the sometimes the 
detail put into it makes a big argument on if it's a better piece than another. Um, so I guess the, the question I'm really kind of coming towards with this is, you know, when I, I mentioned the black and white with Parasite, you know, I, I figured if it was shot the same and just pulled color in and out, does the lighting and special effects that they used in Parasite kind of compete with the kind of special effects that they used in Casablanca? And granted, I know we're talking years different, so I'm yeah. not talking about technology. I mean, I'm talking about well, now, like, the visual appearance that you see on screen. Now, the question is, how meta do you think Kang Ho Sung was when he directed this? Do you think that when he filmed it, he went, oh, now when we make the black and white version, that's going to look sick with the lighting? Or do you think that he just filmed it and went, Put a black or white filter on it. It looked good. Well, and that's no, what I'm, I'm kind of getting he, towards. He you know? did. Um, because I, I he feel, did film it with the intention of. Of course, he said he know, did. But want, well, he did say he did. But when we know. look at Casablanca, we know 100 <clears throat> percent when they filmed it, they knew it was going to be black and white. So they said you we're the, really going to have option. to get this light. So yeah. there's no other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Given I I haven't I haven't seen the black and white version. But well, and even if you watch yeah, which, the color, which we shouldn't, we sh- we shouldn't be digging so no, deep no, on no, that yeah, because and I, it, I don't, that doesn't, you know, it I affected mean, my uh, perspective of the of the film, but it doesn't, uh, it it doesn't, I don't think, carry any weight as far as the comparison concerns because the the overall no. storytelling is the same. You know, the lighting and everything is the same. It's well, just what I, presented what I in a different to, way. What I was trying to get at is not necessarily the comparison of the black and whites, but more so the art style behind it you know like if, if we're gonna look at these as piece of arts because like you said it's hard to compare these two different time frame movies because of the technology and everything that's changed between then and now but we've we talked about before you know the fact that one of the strong suits is not only a great at performance and, and great story but being that it was a black and white they had to put a lot of time and effort into the feel of it the lighting the shadows something to draw you in um, and I, I keep thinking, because I haven't seen the black and white of the Parasite, but I've been seeing, I'm thinking of the color version of the movie, mm-hmm. that those different scenes with the lighting and the storm, the biggest thing, you know, in my mind, I always think about it. But even some of, like, the, uh, in the rooms the, when you have the, the trap door coming up down and all, the, yeah, yeah, those different scenes... I think they put a lot of attention on as far as an artistic feel to the lighting and all that. They kind of carry... Um, a strong suit with Parasite. And that's what I'm trying to compare. I'm trying to find similarities between two yeah. movies that are completely, I mean, although they're similar story, they're completely different time frames or different things to look at. I'm trying to kind of get down to the nitty gritty of the, what can to be To me, the, the visual them. storytelling in both of them is the same. It's just two different time periods. I can agree know? with that. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that's what I was trying to get at. Not necessarily the yeah. comparison of both in black and white, but more of the artistic style of how they were shot. Yeah. Uh, they, I, they I was both, curious with the black and white if it felt, you know, if it was different. Present story and emotion um, through the environment and the lighting and the design, um, not just what is spoken on screen. You know, they 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 both do that in a very very good way. Um, but I would be remiss if I did not bring up the 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 both the test of time argument for Casablanca, but also the rewatchability. You know, I've watched Parasite at this point several times. I've still seen Casablanca more, but I've seen Parasite several times over just the last couple months. And it it, it, it consisted. Well, I know, right? We also did a review on it earlier in the season. But uh, it it consistently 
performs and there and there's consistently new things I find in it. Um so Parasite is one of those recent release movies that I do feel will hold up over over time. As far as the as well. goes. Yeah. 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 I, I mean I, I have not gotten tired of watching Parasite yet. You know, I, I see something new in it every time. Just like Casablanca, I'll see something new. Some piece of Arthur's craft or some, you know, some little side thing that I just didn't pay attention to the first time, you know, cause I, I just couldn't relate to it cause I saw it at a different age or whatever the case may be. There's always something new, um, to learn from that movie. And uh, that, that is why I, I feel the, the ratings are fairly similar when looking at them because people now aren't voting for Casablanca on IMDb. You know, those are people who are, you know, up there, you know, 35 40 ballpark looking mm-hmm. back at a movie that they watched when they were younger going it's a good movie whereas i'm sure the parasite now i'm sure the general age of people who voted for parasite were you know early 20s yeah so i think it's i, I really wish we had the opportunity to look at this retrospectively and see how parasite will look in you know like 50 years yeah because it's i think it'll hold up i think it'll I think it'll be able to, to pass the test of time uh, the, in the same way that Casablanca did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, th- I think they're, uh, I think they are, they are un- unlike Tombstone in a Quiet Place, they are, they are actually more similar than they are different yeah. um, in, in many, many ways uh, with you know, the, the, the type of story they're trying to tell and how they, they, they choose to tell it. And the lessons that you, you can you can you can learn from them, um, are the are the same. It's just it's just yeah. I mean, Casablanca is just so good though, man. So good. <laughs> I, I will Parasite say, so good. They, I hate I hate I hate this matchup. <laughs> I think too. I hate so, this matchup more than I did Split and Parasite. I I really do. I hate this fucking matchup. I I'll, I'll say this: both of these movies, watching for the first time. In this uh, this year, I should say, because I, I mean, I watched Parasite when we did our review earlier in the season, so I did not rewatch it for this tournament. Uh, Casablanca, I, I'm sure I've seen bits and pieces of it over the years, but actually sitting down and watching it for the first time, you know, all the way through, was for this tournament. So coming to both of these movies um, for the fir- relatively new this year, I liked the fact that. They were both great, great movies. I like Casablanca being an older movie that I I do enjoy cinematic movies of all different genres, all different time frames, everything else. But I love the fact that it was this wasn't like oh it's an old movie. I don't really care for old movies. It was kind of like this is a really good movie. I mean it's black and white. It's awesome. It, yeah, I, it's shot in the forties, but it's not like I was oh it's an old movie. I don't like that because you know sometimes with with time and, and generations it's kind of like. You want to keep up with what's going on currently. You don't always care about the older stuff. You might look back and go, it was an okay movie for that year, but I'm not going to watch it now. Um, and like you said, the the, the, stand, the test of time definitely plays a factor. But with Parasite, I went into this. It's a brand, it's, you know, was it 19? So it's a brand new movie. I didn't know anything about it until you brought it to my attention. So... I wonder in 10, 15, 20 years, however long, 
although I still believe that Parasite is a great movie and it can stand the test of time, I'm curious to see if it'll... If somebody be... watching it for the first time in 20 years would be able to relate to it like you exactly, did with Casablanca. Exactly, you know, because yeah. like, Casablanca, is, like we've talked about before, has been a movie that has not just stood the test of times, but it's been talked about. You know, I'm sure it's been referenced in many film classes and everything else. Like, it is a teaching tool on top of a great movie versus a parasite is a great movie, but will it be, I don't want to say remembered, but will it carry on? Like, is it going to be like the next boondock saints where it's like, Oh, it's a great movie for those who have seen it, but it's going to take years of this person telling this person to tell that person, that person before it becomes a well-known Casablanca. You know what I mean? And, and that's just my take on it because, like I said, yeah. Parasite I knew nothing about, and I've the, the couple of people I've talked to outside of recordings, I'm like, oh, Parasite's in there. Like, okay, I'm like, yeah, it's that new one. On the, like, oh, I think I saw a trailer for it. It's that thing that it's one of those movies that a lot of people don't know about. So and it I think is that, amazing, I think that's because it's a movie. foreign film. I think that's why it is. is yes, you know, and I don't think that takes away from the, yeah. the performance <clears throat> of the movie, but I, I think that might carry as far as the. Uh, stand of time i think that can play a factor because like boondock saints and all that it's not a well-known movie doesn't and have I the feel, same level of american romanticism that that casablanca has or history yeah so that is something that i think that could rock the argument if this movie can stand the test of time like casablanca did i don't know if that's really an argument as far as this case goes but if we're trying to compare the two i do think parasite can stand the test of time but it might not stand the test of notability if that makes sense, if that's the right way to, to phrase that, like how well known it'll be as time goes on. Those who have seen it, who remember it, I think, it, will that, go, I yeah. think that term is pop- popularity. Well, okay, I think pop- known ability would be no. popularity. I got me I, thinking I, I, for a second. I was like, pop- I guess, yeah, yeah, popularity probably popularity. the other way to like, I, I was just trying to think, like, <laughs> like we talked about like the underground, like when we talked about the Boondock Saints, you know, like how yeah. it was spread. You know, it's it's not like, oh, billboards are everywhere. The twenty-year anniversary, blah blah blah. I mean, that that might be cool too. But then, is yeah. that a, a remake will, or an anniversary? Will it is that be a an icon of filmmaking, or will yeah. it be a hidden gem icon? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's true. And it makes you wonder about anniversaries. You know, it's like, hey, the fifty-year anniversary of this movie. Let's go back and look at it. Is that the same aspect of a trilogy or a sequel? It's like, hey, do you remember that great movie a couple years ago? Guess what? We're bringing it back. Yeah. <sighs> I think part of it, too, is is this is interesting because we, we hadn't really touched on this, and I think this is a perfect time to do it. We're, we're under five minutes right now left on the clock, but um, <clears throat> can these movies, can a movie be remade if a movie is remade, is the origi- can, can the original be considered a perfect film? Yes. Casablanca has not been Casablanca has not been remade. And if I it, tell you, I, I'm going to fight the same argument like I did with the sequel. With the, could you the could you remake Casablanca today? And it and it would it would it affect the original in any way, shape, or form? I think it depends on perspective. I think that you can do a um, a remake, just like many remakes have been done. Because if you look back at a, a lot of the movies over the last couple of years, where you know generations that grew up with these older movies are now at the point where they want to remake their childhood dreams. You see some of these remakes, which are really, really good. And you see some that are not really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at them, you compare them to the original. I do not think it takes any value away from the original. I think it only affects the value of the remake. Because if you think of a good remake, you're like, Oh man, the original was good, but this remake was even better. Like it did this to this and that. 
but without the original, you wouldn't have this. See, like Versus... my argument for me is like with Casablanca. I think Casablanca, and I do agree with you. I, I've seen good remakes. I think Casablanca is one of those movies that you literally cannot remake. Oh, I think because, it's done. I just don't think it'll stand in the, the same the, performance. And the beauty of that is the reason you cannot remake it is because it is a product of its time. You know, that th- that story, the way it was presented to you, the way it was told, the way everything was put together could only have existed and been made in that time. Which is what makes it so magical that it has held up 80 years, you know, is you can't to me, you cannot remake Casablanca. You know, I could see even Parasite as much as I love Parasite. I could see Parasite in 15 years, you know, some young film grad wanting to remake Parasite. And I'll be like, okay, you know, I I would probably prefer the original because, you know, I'm a loyalist in that way. But (laughs) (laughs) fuck you, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Factory, Willy Wonka for life. Oh, God. Uh, Uh, I think um, are we gonna have another tournament? Of, that might be that uh, might be my Tim Burton bias talking though. So yeah. we'll we'll dig think, into that in another in uh, another episode. I think it's yeah. hard to the tell. tournament of remakes. I think it's hard to tell with the remake because Casablanca, to me, a big part of it is the context in which it came out during the height of World War II, and this movie being about class discrimination now could be you know in twenty years we could look back at now and be like. Can you believe it was like that? Now we're in the time of the the hashtag eat the rich and all that stuff, you know, where everyone's getting together and they're taking down the hedge funds in the stock market. And it's really the poor man versus the rich man. So I think looking at that context in 30 years, will you be able to remake the feeling that people, can you imagine watching this movie in in 1943? Goodness gracious. And then you're watching this movie in the height of this. And in 20 years, they're going to look back and be like, can you believe those people were dealing with that? Yeah. You and know, I think, yeah, you've got a, you've got a point there. Cause that's one of the reasons I re- I related to it so much is it, it's so pertinent to what's going on right. as a, 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 in modern culture. And just how important yeah. Casablanca was, you know, from anywhere from the war effort to just people sitting at home with nothing to do while their, their dads and brothers are, you know, off at war, they're watching this movie going, Oh my God. Um, I, I just can't, I can't imagine the, how Parasite will look in 30 years. And and I think if you, re- if you remake a movie, they couldn't remake Casablanca. They won't be able to remake Parasite. It's just, you know, it's not like, yeah. a, it's not See, a Longest that's... Yard. It's not a Charlie and the Chocolate <clears throat> Factory. You know, it's... I, I, again, yeah. I, I look at them the same as I would any other remake. I, I think the, the remakes can be done. They would not be the same. I, I think that good remakes could be made from both of these movies and depending on who does them, they could do a very good job. But what you would get is their version of it, so yeah. it would be different than the original. And therefore, it would I mean, be one of those it, remakes where it's like, it, that was actually a really good movie, but I mean, it doesn't I, hold to the I see the original. where you're coming from, because it could be it could be a perfectly fine movie, but I do, do not think it will carry the same weight that that no, that, no, it that would, Casablanca does. No, it would um, carry and more Paris, artistic Between the remake. two, I think... Parasite is the one that would be more likely to be, you know, to, to hold up as a remake. But I do I do agree with Beck that that Casablanca is much like or uh, Parasite, much like Casablanca, is a product of its time. And, mm-hmm. and it was it was made at just the right moment 
to hit on a very specific type of emotion that can be related to um, over time. Yeah. Um, which does make this hard because we're talking about these movies like they're the same fucking movie. Right. You know, I do, in a way, I do, I do, I do want to correct something I said earlier. Um, I suggested that Kang Ho Sung directed Parasite, but it was uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, yeah. it was just a a slip. I went for the lead actor instead of the director. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I I didn't didn't want to leave that in because someone's like, oh, this fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I think I was waiting for my next point. I didn't even pick up on that. (laughs) I was like, I'm just just waiting to talk. but that's I mean we went over we went over by by about a minute but that's our that's our 20 minutes guys so we now have to vote between Casablanca and Parasite and I frankly I'm still not sure how I'm going to vote. Nope. You just got to see how many <laughs> I, fingers pop up. I, yeah, I I I know how I'm going. I mean both to me are very arguable movies but uh first time through on both of these I think you're right they you know they do carry their weight in as far as the time frame that they were made more so than anything else. Yeah. But again, I'm this year watching a movie from the forties and a movie from the 19 or from 19. Right. And I'm looking at both of them like, man, these are really good movies in completely different ways. But you know, I don't, when I watched the uh, Casablanca, I wasn't thinking about the time frame or everything going on. Or, uh, the yeah. fact that this movie was made during that time frame, I was just along for the ride. And although I, I, you know, we could relate with Parasite in today's time frame, I wasn't necessarily going to that movie with the same opinion. So looking at both of them for the first time through, I'm kind of looking at my overall opinion on them. Right. Mm-hmm. A movie from how many years ago compared to a movie from last year or the year before? Yeah. You know, what impression did it leave on me after I was done watching it? That's kind of where I'm trying to draw the line because I can argue both of these movies either it's, way. It's difficult drawing lines anywhere here, honestly. Yeah. Oh is. no, it very is. I mean, it's it's uh, you know. Well, let's uh, let's let's get to the vote. Stick figure battle. One, you wouldn't be able to tell who won. One finger for Casablanca, two fingers for Parasite. Reveal. What's three. And... What's three? <laughs> Three, three, three is the I abstain. <laughs> it's a draw. No winner here. No winner in the semifinals. Um, exactly. By default, Tombstone is victorious. One, one for Casablanca, two for Parasite. One oh, for the, Casablanca, we don't need the vote then, right? Yeah, one for Casablanca, two for Parasite. All right, reveal them in three, two, one. Reveal. Oh. All right. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> I, I wasn't either. I wasn't either. Wow. Well, all right. So it so, was. So. It was. I, I voted uh, Parasite. Jordan and Eric voted Casablanca. So Casablanca will yep. advance to the finals. To I the finals. I I knew I was going Casablanca. I wow. figured it was a so, coin for you too. So two old ass boomer movies going against each other. Damn. The the reason, man. Listen, like I. It is no surprise to the audience or you guys that I have been on the Parasite hype train. Right. All year. All year. The whole time. You know, I wanted nothing more than this movie to make it as far as it did or or even win. But, I mean, the first time I watched Casablanca, the feelings were so relatable, but I just could not. Casablanca just just did, did something to me 
you know, the first time I saw it in a similar way Parasite did, but it's, it was so hard. It was such a tough choice. Both of those movies will, will forever be on my bookshelf of, of films to watch. So well, the rewatchability is the biggest thing. I mean, I can rewatch both these movies over and over again, but the fact that I'm watching Casablanca for the first time in 2020 versus a movie that was made in 1942. Yeah. And I walked away from it like, man, that was a really, really good movie. And like I said, you know, I enjoy movies of all different types and so on. So it's easier for me to go into an old black and white movie versus maybe someone else who's not used to watching old time black and white right. movies. But I still think it held the test of time because you, even if you took it and redid it, and this is why I was talking about the remake, someone went and made that, you know, scene for scene, you know, point for point, just newer technology, like even like a remastered or new actors, yeah, it might not have the same 100% feel, but you can still deliver a really, really good story and movie with the way that movie was done. So you know what? Uh, this is kind of funny because the reason I voted Casablanca over Jordan is the exact opposite of that. It was my it was my point that well, I do it, not be, you don't, you I do remake. not believe you can remake Casablanca. The original. You know? I mean, like I said, we, it would not we, be the same. We, and I agree with Parasite, but we don't know that yet. You don't that's know. That's why. That's why I had to vote Casablanca. That's thought because crime. We know that's conspiracy. If, if they were, if if you were, if if you if you were going to do anything to alter Casablanca in any way, shape, or form, you would have in the last eighty years. Yeah, big time. I'm sure someone does. It doesn't need to. So it is. It is a perfect movie. Yeah, I, so. I mean, I, I can see the argument there. So, but it, that's it, guys. That's that's the semifinals. We have our final two films. Tombstone versus Casablanca. <laughs> I never, I never, never thought we'd get to this. I honestly, with Shawshank Redemption in first round and Parasite in the mix, I figured that would probably be the matchup right there. These are the yeah. These are the two oldest movies on this list, aren't they? Uh, is Shawsh? Um, I think is Shawshank older than Tombstone? No, uh, Raiders. Well, Raiders of the Lost Ark is nineteen eighty. Or eighty one. Uh, it was eighty one, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rocky was in the seventies. Okay, I was yeah. just going to ask. I was like, when was Rocky's? Yeah, Rocky was in the seventies. So now, so not quite. I just feel like Tombstone's <laughs> older than ninety three. I don't know why I thought that. It just it feels old, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it was made in like the damn sixties. Well, it's, it's a it's a western. I mean, so. I mean it's yeah. a western, but it, it definitely it it felt to me like it was a nineties. Um. Well, I mean, Jordan, take us take us out, man. I'm I'm ready to get to the finals. Well, I mean, <laughs> that that's pretty much it. I mean, Tombstone versus Casablanca. We I mean, we really wish Toy Story would have made it to the end, but that's obviously not going to happen. But I for one blame Randy Newman. <laughs> you guys win. <laughs> Maybe we should have swapped it out for Up or something. You know, a different Pixar movie. We would have had a better chance. We don't know. Um, the best yeah, this, Pixar movie, Cars Two. I love cars. How about Cars I love, Four? I love cars. But there's, there was four of them. Oh God. Beck's point exactly. <laughs> uh, or the so, spinoff for planes, you know. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again for round three, the semifinal finals of the Friday's films most perfect March Madness tournament. Most perfect film March Madness tournament. I change my description of that every episode, I'm pretty sure. It's fine. Um, yeah, that's why I just let you go with it, because it's like, <laughs> I figured you just put like a nice spin on it every time. Like, hey. But uh, 
If you like what you listen to this episode, don't forget you can follow us on any social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Presents. Again, let us know what you think of these tournaments. Let us know what your most perfect films are of all time. And we're always looking for recommendations for new movies for season three and new tournaments uh, going forward because we really like this and I think we'll continue doing it in the future. Um, so with that, take us out, Jordan. I'm going to say real quick that you're getting really good at that outro. Um, it's starting to remind me of those commercials with like medicine and stuff. And it's like, you know, some side effects may, if you're experiencing this, this, and this, you consult your doctor. And I'm like, wow, that's what Eric sounds like every time we yeah. do the outro. Follow right us now. at Hoodoo Presents. Side effects may include nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset <laughs> stomach, and diarrhea. If you use okay, KMX for more like than two a, weeks. Yes. If you, if you get an email or, or something saying, "Hey, can you come do our commercials?" Let me know. I want in. <laughs> I'll, I'll come. I'll come do the voice for commercials for you, or with you, I should say. So I guess everyone needs to go and watch these movies, or refresh, or do whatever, because next week is going to be an all-out battle, and I honestly, I don't know who's going to win. But until then, I'm just going to let the credits roll. All right, so this was insane, but I really now want to go and do these other brackets. Like, the, the best Christmas movie bracket <laughs> was awesome, but I, I kind of want to do the remake. Yeah, the perfect the, the remake, remake bracket? The, the perfect be, remake tournament. Fun. I mean, that I would still, be kind of cool, wouldn't it? I still like our original, the, our, our original idea of the most disappointing bracket. Well, no, I mean, we can still do that, too, but I, I kind of want to do the perfect remake now. I, I think that that whole conversation about remake movies is, <clears throat> is opened up a new can of worms. Like, yeah, I, there's a yeah. lot of movies that we can go and say, you know, we could do the perfect remake. The best. Or just a tournament of The of best remakes, Bill care. Murray movies. Yes. I got, I got money on Scrooged. <laughs> Scrooge was a good one. Scrooge was a good one. Can, can we put. You also um, have Caddyshack, you know. Can you put Zombieland in there? Does that count? He was in it. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Do you have any regrets? Maybe Garfield. <laughs> nice. Uh, Swords, yeah, best Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, best, best, yeah, dude, best action flicks. And I, I was having a hard movie. time deciding for that one, but I don't know. Parasite v Tombstone, man. That's that's another one that they're just apples to oranges. Yeah, I, I yeah. wanted a Quiet Place. Like I yeah. said, I really wanted Quiet Place, but once you talked about stu- uh, yeah. Tombstone's rewatchability, and I'm like, damn I, it! I rewatched the Quiet Place out of theaters. It was very good, but I, you know, it was. It's not the same experience. No. Tombstone, it. Tombstone being a clean sweep, um, kind of, kind of surprised me, you know. Uh, but like yeah. Jordan, like Jordan said, that the argument of. It, it loses its luster after con- multiple viewings a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd just be like I that. I think that would did it. But it will, it will forever be in my top five film experiences of all time. I mean, it will forever live there. So it will not be forgotten. Um, but goddamn, as a, as a parasite whore, I'm just, I'm like, I, I, I just could not vote it over I, I, I was so surprised. Like, I kind of figured it was going to be one-to-one, and Becca was going to be the deciding factor. Like, I was so shocked that you voted against it. I knew I, was it. Like, mm. I figured Eric was going Casablanca, but I figured you were going to side Parasite with me. Us, us Zoomers got to stick together uh, against the I mean, boomers I, like Eric. I, I really wanted to go with Parasite because I, I do like the, the, the fact that Parasite was a great movie. Right. But, like I said, looking back at the fact that – 
as the old or the newer generations tend to not look forward to older generations of artwork the same way mm -hmm. that the older generations would have. Like someone who you remember is watching Casablanca from a kid will look at it differently than they're dead now. Know, by the way, what's that? <laughs> the I, people I who remember Casablanca as a kid, they're dead now. <laughs> I meant like growing up, like, you know, like. I know. I just I had to I had to get that joke in. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But my point being is that you know newer generations tend to not have the same respect for older generation artwork like the older generations do, and I think that someone from a new generation going into Casablanca would appreciate it more so um, because of the type of movie it was. Yeah. That's it's kind of hard to explain, but that's what I was going for. Yep. I don't know. It's... I can't wait till next week though. I can't. <sighs> This hurts me. <laughs>